Welcome to My Best Friend's an Engineer, the podcast where we spill the tea on being women in STEM. I'm Libby, a Milwaukee-based project engineer and a 2019 mechanical engineer graduate from Miami University. And I'm Lexi, a Chicago-based validation engineer and a 2020 chemical engineer graduate from Miami University working in the medical device industry. We're best friends who met in college while getting our engineering degrees. Tune in to catch discussions with women in a variety of male-dominated industries, candid conversations around our careers, and chats about being girly girls in STEM. If you're looking to develop your professional career skills and connect with a community full of women in STEM, then this is the podcast for you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode. On today's episode, we interviewed Olivia. She's a traveling nurse and we know nothing about nursing. So we thought it would be really cool to bring on another career path to talk about in the podcast episode. Hopefully give you guys a little bit of insight too, if you don't know what what traveling nursing is. But before we get into it, Lexi, how has your week been? What's your tea of the week? My week has been pretty good. It's been so busy. So we are leaving for Europe this Friday, doing a little European summer trip. I can't believe it. I am so excited, so excited. So when this episode comes out, I will be prancing around the Eiffel Tower. Prancing. (laughs) I can't wait. I already told Joy, I was like, we should do this, this, this. Like, this is where I've seen TikToks and we have to go there. I'm like, Emily, I'm here here, so we have to go there. So last week I was just on site constantly, just like getting everything prepped. Because I do not want any surprises this week. I just want to be in a no good. No questions. Yeah. So I just want to be. You'll in a be good, oh, oh, oh. I, ooh, 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 I'll be ooh, and I will be unavailable as well. And I've made it clear. Like I already sent out my emails before to my teams, and I told them I will be out of office because I'll be gone for two weeks, which is kind of a significant amount of time. That is crazy. That's the most PTO I've ever taken, and I made it. I was like, let me know what you need me to do before I'm gone, but I will be completely unavailable. Yeah. I will be in different countries. So yeah. yeah, and then last week I was just it was just spent working on site, getting everything all set. And I stayed, I felt like you a little bit because you like always post like at random times, like 9 p.m. You're like, my <laughs> meeting's about to start. And I was there till like 6:37 on Friday, which was actually oh. yes, that is the first thing I thought. But then it was actually kind of nice to be in the office with no one there. And just no one, just like, like I got my stuff done very fast. You no know? one could bother you. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm like, I, I sit yeah. in an extra office, so I kind of hide. And they have been slowly picking up on that. The more I've been coming in, they're like, oh, put, popping their head around the corner. Because I can't see them come up towards the window. I can only see them. Oh, they, they can bombard you. <laughs> yeah. And like their head pops up. Like, they're like knocking on the window. And I'm like, oh my God, I jump. You're like, so, what do you need? <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of nice. And like, honestly, I just, I came to terms with it. Like that week, I was like, okay, this is just going to be a week of like, grinding and like focusing so I'm not too bad plus I'll be away for two weeks so a a little silver lining moment but other than that I've just been prepping trying to fit all my outfits in a little tiny suitcase because I will not overpack Ah! I'm saying it now because I don't need that many clothes it is not important I just need like three good outfits for Instagram and that's it keep telling yourself that yep Yep. keep telling yourself that so I'll keep you guys updated on how my packing situation went, as well as my European summer trip when I get back. I can't wait to hear all about I'm it. I'm so excited. But how are you? How have you been? Okay, so I got lip filler and Botox for the first time. Okay, how is that? Let me see your lips. Um, my lips. Give me a little duck face moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very nice. Mm-hmm. They look um, voluptuous. So, thank you very much. Um, so... <laughs> 
the forehead was fine. I did the forehead and I did it in between my eyes and it just felt like someone was touching me with a ballpoint pen. Like it was no biggie. Like, okay. dit, 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 dit. and I was like, oh, that was so easy. <sighs> the lips. So the lips felt like when you get a facial and someone's going to pop a lip pimple uh, and then you can tell that it's popped, but they keep going. Mm, okay. I hate that already. My lips are hurting. That's <laughs> what it felt like. It was, I think it was like she did it five times oh, or God. four times, maybe oh, two on each side. And um, I didn't bruise or anything. So she must have did it right. Yeah. right? Like, I, I don't oh, know. that just irks me. I'm like, still my, my lip is still like phantom pain right now. <laughs> I will say that it was so painful that I fainted, actually. Oh. It was so painful. I don't do good. Like, okay, this is great a great topic for the nursing episode. Yeah. Obviously, I don't do good with blood. I don't do good with pain. And so I was fine right when she did it. Like, I was tearing up and I was like, ooh, that like kind of hurts. And then as I was checking out, like at the front desk, they were talking to me and they were like, oh, it, it like looks really natural. And then I started to not be able to hear them. And I was like, I know it's coming because I fainted before. And then my vision started to go black. <laughs> and I'm just smiling and nodding because they're talking to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to seem like a weirdo. So then I like just very like calmly walk out of the place, go in my car, lock the door, put my seat all the way down, <laughs> turn on the air conditioning, full blast, and I passed out. Like, full on passed dude, out. I you woke up just, 10 minutes later. Dude, you should that's so bad. You should have stayed in there and just sat down and said, give me two seconds, ladies. Well, I was afraid that if I sat down, I would, like, fall over and pass out and they'd call the ambulance or something. And uh, yeah, and that's so- a lot of money. <laughs> Like, I was like, I was like, and I've passed out before, so I knew it was happening. Mm-hmm. But like, I woke up after being passed out, and I thought I was in college, and I was so disoriented. I thought I was like, woke up in a boy's car. I was like, where oh, am I? First breath. It just happened to me. And then I was like, oh wait, not in college, <laughs> not not in college. I am just indeed three years out of school. <laughs> I just got my lips done, and then it was fine. It was no biggie. I went home like all good. <laughs> happy <laughs> like, oh my gosh wait a so, chaotic experience so you did filler instead of a lip flip is that different or is it the same thing oh the way that she was describing it to me and I don't know maybe she could be wrong like maybe there's something else you can do that's a lip flip but I told her originally I was like I just want a lip flip and she was like well that's just filler and I was like oh okay then just give me that I don't know mm-hmm. so it was just like one syringe which it was like the mo- the most minimum amount that I could have done yeah and she just did it in my lips she didn't do it like up by my because she, she was like do you want me to do it up here too up by my nostrils Why and do doing it up here would have made it so that like I can't see my gums like I wouldn't have been able to do this uh, like when you smile so like doing do like you could, yeah I like I feel like I look pretty normal when I smile but doing it up here I wouldn't have been able to move up and down. Like then you totally could have told, like been able yeah, to tell, yeah. I feel like, you okay, know. Okay, so basically what I'm picking up is that I will never do lip filler. Second question or second comment, will you ever do it again? Or do you need someone to go with you? Will you? <laughs> okay, I think what I will thoughts? do it again. Okay, I think but- I will because I do like the results. But it lasts three to four months. So I'm like really interested to see by like, I think by the end of the summer, like, I don't know. Cause yeah. I got like, I did fake lashes before mm-hmm. just 
again, because I like just want to try it. Same with like this lip filler and like Botox thing. I was just like, I just want to see what it is because mm-hmm. I like just don't know what it is. And so when I did lashes, I was like, oh, I'm totally going to do this all the time. And then like just at the end of having like the, the I think they lasted like a month. At the end of that time period, I was like, no, I'm never doing this yeah, again. So I'm like really wondering. Lot, yeah. But the upkeep, yeah. For the, for the lips, you don't need to upkeep them necessarily, right? There's nothing you have to no. do. You, massage you just have lips. to like re-get it in. It just yeah. like dissolves. It just like goes away. Oh my gosh. You, like, well, it. I think it looks good. Oh, Elsie said it looks good too. <laughs> Nope. But it's so funny because I've been wondering if people at work can tell. I feel like I'm just kidding. I kind of want to because they're like they're all men, you know. Like I feel like I want to ask the guy that sits behind me and be like, "Did you notice that I got my lips done?" And And they're like, "Oh my god, is this a sexual harassment?" (laughs) Little trap. Knowing me, they'd be like, "What the heck, let me." It's so funny. Well, I think it looks good. Is it something you wanted to do for the wedding or is it like, is it just like you were um, just curious? I was just curious and it lined up well because our mm-hmm. engagement party is this weekend. So when you guys are listening, yes. the engagement so party will yeah. be over. I'm so sad I can't make it. I was so excited. To You'll be friends you. around Europe. I think Europe, yeah. Europe, You'll reader to- sign engagement party. <laughs> we'll, we'll FaceTime you. We'll say, congratulations. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> With like a baguette in our yes. hands. Wee <laughs> wee. And a beret. I say cheers. <laughs> I demand that. Okay. <laughs> Let's do tea of the week. Tea of the week, yes. Would you like to start? Okay, so this is a good one. A good one themed for the summer because it's almost summer. It actually, it almost is summer. Uh, Caroline said, I asked my summer job boss for a raise today. And I love this one. I wanted to read this one because we love empowered women who feel empowered to ask their bosses for raises, as you should. Everyone's doing it. The cool kids on the block are doing it. If you haven't done it yet, go out and do it. Go ahead and do it right now. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Congratulations, Caroline. And we have another congratulation to Libby. Uh, Not not our Libby, but this Libby (laughs) says, I quit my job. (laughs) She said, I quit my job after getting an awesome offer at a huge organization. Congratulations. We love that. Full round of applause. Full round of applause. We love to see it. And like Libby mentioned, we have a nurse on today, but one thing I wanted to mention is we want to try and make, you know, bring on more diverse careers and kind of backgrounds. I feel like we've had a lot of engineers, which is just kind of like our network. So let us know what you want to hear about. We're trying to bring, bring on different fields and everything within STEM because we have really promoted the engineer. We know that, but we want to promote everyone else that works in the STEM field. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, especially if you're listening and you're either in college or high school or in school, even if you're not in school, but if, especially if you're in that stage of life and you're thinking about join, joining a specific career path, but you want to like hear firsthand from someone who's in it, reach out to us. Let us know because we'd love to bring on more people. All right, let's hear from Olivia what travel nursing is all about. Welcome, Olivia, to the podcast. Can you give our listeners an overview of who you are, what you went to school for, and what you currently do? Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, my name is Olivia, and I went to school. I got my bachelor's in science and nursing. I went to Kent State University um, for your program. And after that, 
I got a job as a nurse in downtown Cleveland at a pediatrics hospital. Um, I worked there for a couple of years and then um, pandemic hit and me and my friends were like, what do we want to do? Do we want to like stay here? Do we want to like switch it up? Um, So me and one of my best friends, we decided to like look into travel nursing. So I've done a couple contracts now. I'm at my fourth hospital right now and I did a couple hospitals in Ohio and now I am travel nursing in Chicago. So it's nice. I it was, Midwest. Yes. <laughs> so it's phenomenal. I love it. It's great. That's awesome. We have so many questions. Yeah. So okay. many. Like, where do we even start? <laughs> Ask away. So let's start with what is travel nursing? Can you yeah. just give a quick explanation? So it's it's when hospitals need a nurse and they need a nurse for a short period of time. And it's always been around. It, but the pandemic made it super popular because a lot of nurses left the field or just there, there's so much of a need now where it became like super popular. Um, so what I do is I work for a different agency. So I'm technically like a contractor and I go to these hospitals that have needs and I sign my contract and usually contracts are for 13 weeks. You go to this hospital, you get your training, you get like two days of training. And then you work your 13 weeks. If you like it, you can stay a little bit longer. Um, you can stay at one hospital for up to a year. And then you um, move on. So um, each time I've been with a different agency, you can kind of just like bump around. There's like hundreds of agencies. And you just see where the needs are and what you like. Like, do you want to go to a new city? Do you want to stay close to home? It's really cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, like, oh, I want some sun. <laughs> Let's go to California. Yeah, it kind of sounds like um, like when you're in school and like you're doing semesters and it's like you get some set of classes for one semester and then you get switched up the next semester. Yeah. It kind of sounds like that, but like with different hospitals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. And like people don't realize you kind of have a lot of control in what where you go. Like you don't just get matched with this agency and they're like, yeah, you're going to Arkansas or wherever. Like you get to choose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two by two. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you're like, oh yeah, I want to go to Chicago. And they're like, okay, we have these contracts. Any, do any of these floors sound cool? And then you go. And it's cool because um, like in nursing, there's different specialties. So you, even within, because I do pediatrics, I work with kids. And even within pediatrics, there's like tons of different specialties. And so you still get to choose like, oh yeah, I like, this fits my experience. So I have so many questions of just like travel nursing and just your interest in nursing. Oh yeah. But okay, so let me we'll do travel nursing first. Okay. I think that'll be a good way to split it up. Yeah. Because I was on travel nurse TikTok. You mentioned <laughs> it got really big over the pandemic, and I totally agree because I'm like looking at all the my for you page and it's all these travel nurses. And it was just, that's how I learned about it. So clearly I don't know too much, (laughs) but I heard that these contracts are insane. Like you said, the demand is there and people were saying they get paid like 4,000 a week. Does that, is that like true? I mean, I know now it's like a different story probably and like the pandemic's over and, but I just am curious, is that what you were experiencing during that, (laughs) that two years? So I started, my first contract was January, 2022 what year is it um so it was kind of like the tail end of like real hospital covid um and Mm -hmm. the contracts then were insane like money wise so it was like that's crazy 
it was so much like uh it was just kind of a glitch in the system really because <laughs> all these nurses were leaving to go travel nurse and the same hospitals would hire back travel nurses to work the same roles that the nurses just left to do it was wild yeah but ever since like last summer i'd say that rates have really gone back down normalized to, like, a little travel nurse rates yeah um there's travel nursing like at a base you do make more than regular nursing because you get um like a base rate for the work and then you also get a housing stipend and a meal stipend per week so that's kind of to compensate you for being away from your home um and you have to have a, like a tax residence wherever you're from and then you have to like pay rent too and show the government like oh i'm paying rent so that i can get these stipends for wherever you're at so Yes, you're still making more, but it's definitely a lot less than what it used to be. And how do you like get in touch with these agencies? Like, do you, so, cause so like with engineering, we're from the realm of like LinkedIn. Do yeah. you go to LinkedIn to find these opportunities or like, how are you finding all these hospitals that have this demand? Oh my gosh, no. I, it's so weird because like <laughs> my sister is an engineer and that's how I found out about you guys. And like, yeah. in the business world is huge. I never even touched the page, never even went on it. That's Don't crazy. Even know it. <laughs> so I'm on, it's it's weird. I'm on Facebook pages and then all oh. the different agencies have websites and you just, you just go to different websites and you just shop for a contract that's in the city you like, if you want day shift, night shift, like the length, and you just literally shop around and then each agency has recruiters and so they'll rep like the, each recruiter will represent what that agency has to offer for contracts and that's where it gets tricky because like you have to put in like all this work into filling out an application and, like references and competencies with one agency and then if you want to switch because another agency has you know better city or rate you have to do it all over again oh i, I like the term though shop around for these contracts so in regards to these stipends, I was actually going to ask you about yeah. the housing situation. So I know with rents, it's usually harder to, you know, apply for an apartment and they usually, it's usually a long-term rent mm -hmm. situation. Do you ever stay in a hotel or is it just common to try and find maybe like an Airbnb or just apartments that would be willing to rent for 13 weeks? Housing is for sure the worst part. It's oh. so stressful, especially like Chicago has been nuts. That's what uh, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Not easy. Like, no, summertime in Chicago, I'm learning, is like the place to be. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it, it was super, super hard to find housing to the point where I was like, I don't know if I'll actually be able to extend here because I extended this contract. And I was like, I can't find housing anywhere. I was getting quotes for housing, like five to $12,000 a month. And I was like, $12,000. Yeah. This one apartment in River North was $12,000. Are was you kidding? <laughs> was, oh, was, it in, uh, was it in Wolf Point East by any chance? I like no. one of the Wolf Point? Oh my God, those apartments but, are insane. <laughs> it was furnished, but it was 600. It was 600 square feet. And I was like, that's a little on the budget. Wait, that's, that's like the size of a way. bedroom. Oh, that is it was not a, a big apartment. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm sorry. I'm like shocked over here. <laughs> I was shocked when I opened up the email. Like, is this a typo? But no, mm -mm, was not. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. But um, yeah, so where I'm staying now, I found out an app called Furnished Finder. So if you ever find yourself in a city needing a place for 
like a furnished place, um, that's great because hotels get really pricey. And even though you'd get like points and stuff for staying with them, it definitely adds up. But I'd say Furnish Finder and Airbnbs are like the two number one ways we find housing. There's also Facebook groups, but those get kind of sketchy. Like I definitely was like, I put out ads basically like, hey, I need a house. And I definitely feel like I was getting scammed. People would be sending me these luxury apartments in downtown and we were like, <laughs> Yeah, fifteen hundred a month, and I'm like for a furnished apartment in downtown Chicago. Like this is a scam. Yeah, I would definitely be aware of those. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> to our listeners, don't do that. <laughs> don't yeah, that. <laughs> no. So then, is it kind of hard with like friendships and stuff with moving around, or do you kind of have like a group of nurses that you like like to travel with, and you guys try to pick and choose places in similar locations? It's hard. So my, the first contract I did, it was me me and one of my best friends. We did that together, but it's hard to find contracts like together. Um, Sometimes they exist in the hospital, have like a huge need for all of you. But a lot of times they'll just need like, like one or two and Mm. it's hard to stay together. So a lot of my friends from college, we kind of already had like long-term, like long distance friendships, which was it's those they're, they suck they're tough yeah <laughs> but especially like I had like my group of friends in Cleveland where I'm from and like leaving them is so hard they actually a group of them just visited this weekend that's nice but no I just I do it alone me and my fiance he uh comes with me oh I'm that's sure good that's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's great he's an engineer too so he works from home and he just gets to come with me and it's amazing. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. That sounds yeah, so fun. So nice. <laughs> it works out so great. I can't imagine like, because some nurses like do just do this all alone. And like, because I met some girls here, which I'm so lucky. There's a really gr- good group of like travel nurses um, here. And some of them like just came solo to Chicago and they were like, we're doing yeah. it. You have Dang. to admire that. It's, yeah. it's hard. And you know, when I was traveling for my first job, I was going to the same place. I had the same people that I was, you know, with but I just I was so lame I was like so sad it's so hard it's so easy to get sad and you're away from your yeah. family and like it's I weird can't imagine <laughs> just like going to a new place but it's fun too though I'm so like thankful like you know it's that not a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of other professions get to like pick up and like stay somewhere for three months and then get to go back home yeah that'd be kind of I don't know it'd be kind of fun there's definitely it times is. like in my job where I'm like man I've been doing the same thing for like a year now like it would be nice like I could see that aspect of it yeah do you have any other locations in mind I want to go to Arizona so bad I'm like manifesting Arizona that is a good location mm -hmm. like um there's a really good hospital in Phoenix that I'm like looking out (laughs) Um, I hope you end up there like west like I really want to go like somewhere around there like Utah doesn't have a ton of contracts, but like that state is so beautiful. Or like Utah is beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did a vacation there in 2021. Loved it. I also put it on my list. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're the it the hiking there. If you're into hiking, it's amazing. Yes, we just did like a little granola trip there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So with like with pediatrics, what? So I know you said that's like working with kids, mm-hmm. but what? are the different like I guess tasks or like what are the different roles that you've had within travel nursing in like the pediatric realm so like basically what do you do (laughs) 
like I know like you work with kids so, like what do you do when you work yeah. with, like do you take their blood pressure do you see oh, yeah. if they have blood pressure do you have one <laughs> you have a temperature <laughs> okay so like a day in the life of work yeah day in the life yeah yeah okay so so we get to work and then um our shifts are seven to seven usually like day shift or night shift I've been day shift for um over a year now which is really really nice I love being up with the sun (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so we get in seven o'clock you get your assignments um there's like a little huddle you like debrief with like management and then um you talk like if there's any announcements whatever and then you go out to the floor you get report from other the, the night shift nurses so that takes about like anywhere from in an ideal world like half an hour to an hour um and you just like learn about your patients, their history, what's going on, the plan, what they need to do to get home. And then um, night shift leaves, you look up your patients on the computer, you see like their allergies, the history, the notes, look what we're oh doing gosh. for them. Yeah, you as like a nurse, you kind of have to know like, you you are like the center point in the hospital of like, oh yeah, this is the person that knows or should know. <laughs> Sometimes we don't, but mm-hmm. you should know everything <laughs> that's going on. And um then every you you're also like kind of the coordinator so like you get all this information you go in you do vital signs which is the blood pressure the temperature heart rate all the things and then we do a head-to-toe assessment so we're looking at like their neurologic status heart rate like i'm trying to make it simple like just like checking out all the different systems like can you walk can you yeah, move yeah can you talk like is everything working the way it's supposed to um everything perfused things like that and then um you know we're giving meds we are like taking them to scans or like surgery helping them get the, to pt um physical therapy sorry <laughs> like there's just it's kind of hard to like sum it up sum up like what we do but basically you're monitoring for like any changes. Um, and then really like the big focus of, you know, being in the hospital is like, what can we do to get them ready to go home? Aww. So, yeah. I feel like nursing is a kind of profession where you have your routine and you have the things you have to do, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, it can just drastically change in a second. Like something could happen where it's <laughs> yeah. unexpected and you're like, okay, now I have to do this. So I feel like it's a very tricky like thing to explain. Oh yeah, it is. And like, it can, you can have like, you're like, this is a good day. And then like, you know, we work with humans and humans are unpredictable and then like, yeah. it can just, you know, be chaos. Like, oh, your one patient was doing really good. And then all of a sudden they're not. So you have to like escalate care, get a lot of people to the bedside or like you just get like a really crazy busy admission. So like a new patient's coming to the floor and you have to coordinate getting them all settled or, you know, you need to ship them out to like a different unit. Lots of things can like just throw a wrench in your day. <laughs> I, I feel like that'd be like really, I don't know, emotionally taxing. Like I feel like I'd get attached to the patients and then if something went wrong, I'd get like really upset. Like how do you keep your mental health stable working in that sort of environment, especially with kids too? Yeah, no, it's hard. And even though, so I don't work in the ICUs, like I don't work in the intensive care units where like things are their most intense, like where the kids yeah, are yeah, yeah. best. But even where I am, like, it is hard not to get attached. You're seeing these kids day in, day out. Like, one day they're doing Aww. great, one day they're not. And it is something I feel like you kind of learn. You kind of have to, like, put up these walls of, like, this is what I have to think and worry about while I'm at work. And, like, not taking it home with you was 
really easy to do or taking it home with you is something like I feel like a lot of new nurses do and it really affects you um but just trying to like leave work at work and like not talk about it or anything like that afterwards so going off of the emotional aspect when Mm -hmm. you have someone that's in the hospital for you know a week do they try to pair you up you know the with a common night shift nurse and day shift nurse like I know you have like a few days you work and you might be off for three days but do they kind of just try to keep you with the same patient sometimes they'll keep you with the same patient but not usually the same like like I don't like give and get report from the same nurses like they don't pair us up like that but um we like I feel like they tried to keep you with the same patient if possible but like where I'm at now, it's a huge unit and it has like 50 patients at, on one floor, which is a ton. Usually it's like 20 to 30. And so if you don't like write down like, oh yeah, like give me this patient back tomorrow, it's too much to like coordinate, um, like getting the same patients back. But a lot of times we try to like write down like, oh, this is who we had today. Like we'll give us them back tomorrow because you already like make those relationships, you know them. And I feel like it's best for like the nurse and the patient if you have the same person a couple days in a row. Especially for children. Yeah. You know, they're already overwhelmed. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It helps a little bit <laughs> seeing the same face over and over again, which is, that's also, you know, such an, an emotional aspect in itself. Like you are the face, I guess, of the hospital to this child. And you're just, yeah. I don't know, you got to be there for I'm that. I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> I know. not do your job. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's, I like, it's so much better now. Cause like we're not in masks and I, that's just, it was just, we look scary, especially like if a kid's in isolation, yeah. if they have like something that's contagious, we're coming in and we're wearing these like gowns and masks and gloves. And I looked at myself in the mirror the one day, cause like, I don't know, usually you put this stuff on, you go and you go out. I was looking in the mirror in the patient's room the one day and I was like, I look terrifying. Like, no, why do the kids oh cry God. when they see like the, these big blue like blobs coming in? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, the blob is back. <laughs> yeah, the blob is back <laughs> to take my blood pressure. <laughs> they hate that. They hate, they hate the blood pressure. It's like their number one enemy. Oh. <laughs> How many patients do you usually get a shift? So where I'm at now, it is really, really well staffed with us being there. Um, we have like three patients, usually like four on a bad day. Um, but some hospitals, it's a lot more than that. So sometimes it's like four to five. And even though like it doesn't seem like it's that much of a difference, like three versus five patients kind of is a lot when you're supposed to like be seeing them every hour and knowing exactly what's going on so that's why when these hospitals like finally bring in travel nurses it usually makes things back to like where they should be with staffing is it like is what you're doing with travel nursing do you see similarities in what you did with school like do you think like school set you up well to do travel nursing or has a lot of it been like on the job learning yeah both I feel like school like teaches us good things because we had to do clinicals. Um, So it's kind of like when you guys do your co-ops, like you're going to the job and getting your experience for clinicals, you don't get paid, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, So you're just going, (laughs) yeah, you're paying to go, but it's all good because look where we are. Um, But so we go to clinicals and we learned a lot there, but I feel like a lot of classes, it's like theory and care plans, things that like, you don't like a lot of that you don't use. So 
a lot of it you learn when you're a new grad and you go into orientation and for new grad orientation you get like 13 weeks and like you're usually one-on-one with the nurse and you just learn it all there so we were just enamored by the travel nursing idea at the beginning of the episode but I wanted to ask how your interest for nursing came about and also well you kind of mentioned the travel nursing but how about your interest for pediatrics oh yeah so my mom's a nurse. I had a lot of family members be nurses. And um, my mom was like, oh, yeah, this is, you should do this. But if you want to do it, you should do nurse practitioner. Like, you should do it and then, like, go a step up. So my high school had this program. It was called, it was called MedTrack. And we, like, saw different professions. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a nurse practitioner. I thought that my whole life. So I go to school. And then when I was in school, um, I was a nursing assistant and it was super competitive to get jobs back then. So um, I got a job as a nursing assistant in the, like working with the, the adult population. And I lasted about like a month. And then I call, I went to HR and I was like, I need to work with kids. I always <laughs> wanted to work with kids, but like I couldn't get in. And I was yeah. like, I have to work with kids. And there was a job opening and I just went over to pediatrics. You shimmied your way in there. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I, never looked back on specialties like I just really I love working with kids I don't think I could be a nurse if I didn't um and then yeah so that sorry little sidetrack but med track in high school we saw different professions and I was like yes nursing um and then I started my job as a nurse and I was like okay so I'm gonna work here for two years then I'm gonna go back to school and be a nurse practitioner but then COVID hit and I was like I actually don't think I want to be a nurse practitioner anymore. I don't know exactly what I want to do forever, but I don't think I want to do that. So mm-hmm. I pivoted because I was like looking at schools, applying to schools. And I was like, I think I'm going to try out the travel nursing avenue for right now. It's like fun for right now. And it's cool. I'll get to see different cities. And I just went for it. You got to try it all. <laughs> at first, I kept my job in Cleveland. And I was like, well, Matt, is a safety net. And then I was like, no, I really like this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go all in. So what's the difference between like a, a nurse and a nurse practitioner? Are they two different things? That Because that's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. So for to be like a registered nurse, that's what I am. Um, you get a four year, you get you a bachelor's degree in nursing. Okay. You take your NCLEX, which is our like professional licensing exam. And um you go out and you work and then for your master's right now you can I'm sorry for your nurse practitioner um, you can still get your master's but they're really pushing to make it a doctoral degree so oh, wow. you yeah so um, you have like prescribing powers you're like a mid-tier provider I think that's what they call themselves so you can okay. like see patients diagnose them provide like prescribe medications um, in each state it's like a little bit different uh, state to state like what you can do but um they have a lot more like authority where nurses like for me I can't be like oh you have you have a headache like let me get you some Tylenol like I have to text the doctor like hey can we get some Tylenol and then they have to order it and then I can give it so they have a lot more like autonomy is the NCLEX something that you have to retake you know maybe every 10 years or is it just a one and done kind of thing one and done kind of thing unless your license expires and then I think you might have to retake it but I don't want to find out <laughs> I think <laughs> <it> is- 
as long as you keep your license up to date, you're all good. And with the NCLEX, it's nice because like you pass that and then you can get your license. You can use that for your license in every state, but not every state's license is good for every state. So like with travel nursing, that part kind of stinks. So some states are what we call compact and like my Ohio, Ohio just became compact. They're the newest state. So like my Ohio license is good in like 40 states. So oh, wow. because yeah, it's great. It's so great. But so since I took my, um, since I graduated with my bachelor's and took my NCLEX and I have a license in Ohio, I could work in like 40 different states. Illinois is not one of them. So I had to get a new license for here. Um, but it's nice that like now I have this ability to like jump over to different states if I want to. It makes traveling as the travel nursing much easier. Is the license like an exam that you have to take then? Another exam? No, thankfully. They just oh, okay. My... <laughs> oh, okay. That's nice. So, That's yeah, nice. <laughs> they, they, thankfully, you don't have to take the exam every time because that would be so tough. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say. Oh, it would be so tough. Like the NCLEX is so, it's so stressful. Like, I, like you study for like months. I, I heard on, months, but maybe on nurse TikTok when I was on it. I heard about yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It really stresses you out. Then you leave and then you don't get your results for 24 hours and you're just the whole time you're just like, did I pass? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you mentioned you would have to retake this exam if your license expires. So what, you know, is it just a date? Is there like some certain paperwork that you just have to be on top of to send out? Um, so at you for Ohio, at least I'm not sure if every state's different because I'm kind of new to the new state thing, but for Ohio, like every October you have to, um, do a continuing, you have to show proof of continuing education. So the first time your license, it, like you need to renew it. That was two years ago now. Wow. Um, I didn't, you get like a free pass your first time. Cause like, I don't know why, but that it's just nice. So then this October, I'll have to show proof of continuing education hours to renew my license. And I'm not, I haven't had to do it yet. So I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to have to do. But I know I have to do something. <laughs> that does not sound, I mean, I get it. Like I know like doctors have to do the same thing. Like they have to take like certain conferences or I, I don't even know the details, but that's interesting. Like classes are, well, you said you don't really know, but is it like, Maybe, maybe you might know the answer to this, but is it something you could take online or is it like a class or like, how does, is it like a seminar? You can do it online. I know there's like a lot of like, I think it's going to be a lot of just like, you pick a topic, you read through stuff, you take a quiz or something like that. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm not bad. So I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to be in school forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they just want you to like stay up to date with like current practices and like things that are going on, which is fair. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, imagine, Lexi, imagine if we had to do that. I mean, I feel like we should have to See, do that's that. That's why, like, we <laughs> don't. I don't think so. It's not kind of crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, like, engineering, it's so different because nursing, you need to know what you, you know, you need to learn. In school and it's like a human. And engineering. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Engineering, I'm looking at equipment. Like, I can, I don't need my degree to do what I do. You know, it just. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, what you gotta do is important. Like you know, you need to be up to date too. Don't discredit yourself. Yeah, you gotta be up to date. <laughs> you're right, right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I'm just like imagining. Like, so we have Olivia. We have like a kind of maybe it sounds like a similar exam called the FE, where it's like an exam yeah. that's like 
of the most painful exam if you're familiar with it and I'm just imagining if we had to do continuing education based on the FE every single year and I would just be in so much pain. But I feel like for you guys, you don't have to take that exam, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I just, my dad's an engineer too. I got a lot of people, a lot of engineers in there. You got a lot of engineers family. in your family. <laughs> I know. That's like, I feel qualified for this podcast. I got a lot of engineers. My yeah. dad's an engineer too. <laughs> Did anyone in your family do any travel nursing out of curiosity or were you the first one to do travel nursing? First one to do travel nursing. My mom, this is a saint. She has worked on the same floor for like 30 some years. Um, so she likes it nice and consistent. Some people do. But I, was yeah. like, I, like, I like a little switch up. Yeah, definitely. No, it's so fun. Like literally, yeah. I would love to be able to be like, I want to go to Arizona because Arizona yeah. is beautiful. I, I am excited for you to hopefully get a contract there because it is awesome. And Utah, so. oh my gosh, it's awesome. I know. It's like a really cool opportunity I'm in right now, especially just being, you know, like I don't really have any responsibilities. Like I don't even have a pet. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I you just got a fiance. You're like, I'll take him with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can go. It's so great that we're able to just move around like yeah. so freely. It's amazing. That is awesome. Do you ever see yourself settling down in the near future? Or do you think you're going to be doing travel nursing for quite some time? It's so up in the air because we just got engaged. And which you did too. So congrats. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's weird because now I'm like, well, we're planning this wedding now. And I guess like when you have a wedding, normally you like settle down. You know, you buy a house, and do all the things. Your face, you're like, like, I don't know, I guess no. I heard you do that. <laughs> I think that's what happens. But I don't know, because it's so cool for right now to, like, still be able to, like, bop around while we're young. So Yeah. Um, it's so up in the air. And, like, it just depends. Like, if we can keep finding cool contracts, I don't think we'd settle down. But one day <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah, I definitely won't travel mark my travel. words one day, one day. <laughs> are there any contracts that are longer than a year because in the beginning you kind of mentioned that you can stay up to a contract for one year and I don't know if that's just like a set rule or if it is determined per hospital or agency I'm not like I'm like 98% sure this is the rule but I believe you can only travel in one like city district for 52 weeks out of a two-year calendar year or else you oh. won't be able to get tax-free stipends I'm like not I'm like super sure I'm pretty sure that's the rule but I'm like don't quote me yeah. so there's like a lot of like really fine like tax rules you have to abide by um so usually if you stay somewhere longer than a year you either have to leave or you have to go staff so like you become like a permanent nurse there that makes sense. It's always the little mm -hmm. tax issues mm -hmm. that get yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you really got to be on it because they uh, don't make it easy. Like tax season this year, nightmare. I was like, never again am I trying to do this myself. Yeah. Can't, I can't even I can't imagine. imagine. Yeah, nope. With all the nope. different <laughs> agencies and contracts. Yeah, just, I act like I did it myself. My fiance did it, but like. Put <laughs> <laughs> yeah. him to work. Wiping the sweat from your brow. <laughs> I'm stressful to watch. No, just kidding. But <laughs> stressful to watch. <laughs> no, That's so, funny. so yeah, you gotta, you definitely gotta watch that aspect of travel nursing. So I'm gonna get someone to do that for us next year. <laughs> TurboTax. Yeah. Yeah. 
What advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into travel nursing? I feel like so many people want to just like jump into it and you definitely need a foundation first. Like you definitely need to be like, need to get your full orientation. Like you need to stay at your hospital for like a good two years, like really get knowledge and skills and experience under you before you go out and travel and like don't just a lot some people just want to jump into this like as a new grad and that would be yeah. terrifying like you just if I went you to nursing school I would immediately want to do this right right and people do because it's like it is fun but now that like, I have the experience to like be able to go to these jobs and like you get like the one hospital I was at I was in the float pool and you got four hours of orientation on each floor and that was it um, so you really got to like know what you're doing. I mean, obviously you're still going to ask for help and like nursing is such a good team profession, but mm-hmm. you definitely like at, at the end of the day, like sometimes people don't like, I mean, I've had such great experiences, but sometimes people don't like travel nurses. They're like, oh, you're not, you know, staff here. Like, I'm not going to help you, which like luckily it hasn't happened to me, but it could. Yeah. I feel like I got into all my questions but let me, do you have any other topics you want to get into? No, I think it, I'll take it away with the last question. So Olivia, we ask our podcast guests this one question every single episode that we bring, bring a guest on. And that is, if there's one piece of advice that you could give to your younger self, what would it be? Wow. I think just really believe in yourself because you can do like so much more than you think you can. I never thought I would be living in Chicago short term. I just feel like you really got to believe that you can do when you think you can and just have some more confidence. I love that. I need to tell myself that more often. (laughs) Yeah, we all do. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I thought this was a great episode. I learned so much about nursing. Oh, good. I'm glad. I know. This was so fun. Thanks for listening to another episode of My Best Friends and Engineer. Text your BFF a link to this episode and be sure to share it on your social media so we can continue building this community of women in STEM. If you like this episode, be sure to leave a rating and written review on your favorite podcast listening platform and follow us on Instagram at My Best Friends and Engineer to keep up with all of our latest updates. If our listeners want to see more from you, Libby, where can they find you? You can find me at Libby Beyond the Label on Instagram and TikTok. If they want to see more from you, Lexi, where can they find you? You can find me at Engineer Lexi on Instagram and TikTok. I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And And thanks thanks for listening to my my best best friends friends and engineer. engineer.